Black Caps coach Gary Stead with us to talk about this change in the test captaincy which was announced today. Thanks for taking the time, Gary. Was this something that Kane initiated or did you open the conversation with him? No, no. Uh, it's something that, that Kane initiated. We've been talking about things for the last few months and what it might look like and it's really been uh, a way to try and, I guess, lighten his load a little bit and uh, and ensure that he can keep playing cricket for as long as he wants and enjoying it in a way that I guess he still gets value about it and let's not um, let's not forget that Kane is still a great leader and still will be within our group it's just he hasn't got the captaincy title next to him. When he approached you with this idea or wanting to have the conversation did it come as any surprise to you? Uh, not really I, I think when you look at the workload of the, the players that there are and, and um, you look around world cricket now, there's very few captains in the world that do all three formats. and uh, So it wasn't a massive surprise that we're having this conversation. How much difference do you expect it to make? Do you hope that it makes to, uh, to Kane's test batting? Well, I mean, I think there's some myths out there that need to be righted for a start. Kane, Kane as a uh, batsman and a, as a captain, averages 57 and, and when, you, when you look at players around the world who have captained for 40 tests I think he's second best in the world so if it, if it relinquishes, relinquishes his form and, um, and he scores more runs then I'll be a very very happy coach. So in that case then is there a genuine I don't know uh, case for him continuing with the captaincy? Well at the end of the day it came down to conversations with us and us trying to I guess, look at what's ahead. And, and I guess your crystal ball gaze a little bit. We've got two white ball World Cups in the next 18 months or so, and he's been a fine leader in that space. But so it was trying to find a way to, to lessen his workload um, and still feel like he can give back to the team in his way. So so this is the way, this is what we settled on. He's very comfortable with the decision, and, and I think um, we're seeing it as a positive as a move forward for this team. Was there any discussion, Gary, on perhaps Kane um, relinquishing some of the white ball captaincy and, and keeping hold of the test captaincy? Yeah, I think we, yeah, we, we have, we've had discussions around all, all options out there, but um, for him at this time, he probably found the test captaincy the most consuming. Um, so that, that, it's, man, it's not so much the on-field stuff, it's the off-field um, events and that that go around with it. So that's how we ended up at this decision. And Hill, as you've just mentioned, still retain a, a form of leadership role within the test side, I'm sure. How do you expect that to, to manifest itself, to play out during actual test matches? Uh, look, I mean, I'm sure Tim will lean on on Kane and his experiences a lot. And we have, a, I guess, a group of leaders within the group um, where you hope that they can all contribute at different times in different ways. So I imagine that'll be no different in this case. You've gone with Tim Southey as the new Test captain. A significant uh, moment for him. Uh, Tom Latham has led the Test side in Kane's absence in recent times. Uh, so why have you gone with Tim Southey over Tom Latham? Look, uh, Tom will still get opportunities to to lead New Zealand teams in the in the near future. Um, we're really about we looked at the workload and 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 what things might look like and and believe that. Um, Tim's the right person to lead the, the test team right at, at this moment. Um, now how long that goes for, I'm not sure, but, it, but we are very serious, I guess, about looking after our people and making sure that it doesn't become too all-encompassing. And I guess in a way that's how, how we felt it has with Kane and 
So trying to make that fair to everyone um, and also get the best what's, what's right for our team. Fast bowling captains are pretty rare at test level. I'm not sure there have been too many for New Zealand. How do you expect Tim Southey to approach this new challenge? Uh, look, I, I think Tim will, Tim will come with a very positive um, outlook and still build on the foundations, of, I guess, of what's been put in place by Kane and, and Brendan before that as well. So uh, I guess he's had a couple of very fine captains that he, he can learn from, glean their experiences and stuff as well, and, and look back and say, These are, this is the way I want to captain the side. But I do expect there will be some subtle differences, uh, and that will be... I guess what's exciting for the group as well moving forward. I think any time you get a slightly different voice or a new idea or different voices coming in, then it opens eyes and they, they listen. And I think going to Pakistan will be really interesting because it's a tough place to tour. So um, a lot of pressure will be on Tim in, the, in this first tour. Do you expect any particular challenges for Tim in the fact that he obviously is a, is a crucial part of your bowling attack, particularly so on this uh, tour where there's no Trent Bolt, uh, around when to bowl himself? No, I think there'll be conversations that happen with a number of different people. I mean, ultimately, that does fall back on Tim, and, and um, he, he's the ultimate one that will make the decisions on the field. But there'll be discussions with a number of people out there and working out, and we're, we're at a camp down here at Lincoln already discussing around how England and Pakistan have played their games over there and how that might like affect us in the way that we want to play as well. So you still have to work around what your strengths of your team is and, and I mean that's that's what's exciting I guess working with someone different is they have slightly different I guess lenses I look through. So that that's always I guess exciting times. And how will it change your coaching dynamic, Gary, in that uh, for the first time you'll be dealing with uh, with split captains across formats? Yeah, I don't see that it will change things that much. I mean, rather than having one voice that you go to to talk about a number of different things from the way the team's running to selection sort of things as well, then, then you've just got the two voices. But I think there's a really respected senior leadership sort of group of people within the Black Caps, and um, I think they will have strong opinions, and that, that, that will be no different, that we will lean on different people at different times. And just a word on the uh, test side or squad you've named for Pakistan. Ish Sodi, recalled, uh, four years on from his last international outing in the white clothing. Uh, what uh, gave Ish Sodi the nod for this tour? Uh, when we looked through, I guess, a lot of Pakistan uh, cricket that's been played there, certainly domestically, the leg spinners become a, a very, very strong, I guess, uh, position to have in the side. And, and for us, Ish has made some or tinkered with his action a little bit the last 12 months or so, and we think he's settling on something that's going to be very, very um, consistent for him as he goes into the Red Bull game as well. He hasn't played a lot of Red Bull cricket, we know that, but neither have a lot of the Black Caps when we've been on quite a quite a big white ball diet. And Glenn Phillips is there as well. He's had the one test match, of course, the uncapped Blair Tickner. Just a word on their selections as well, if you could, Gary? Yep. Um, well, Glenn Phillips, uh, you've seen, uh, I guess, how he's, um, made every place to winner in T20 and o- ODI cricket and he had the one test match in ECG when we had a uh, he got caught over at the, the last hour when, when there was a, a load of sickness within the team and um, we just think there's something about Glenn that yeah that, that's special um, he, he certainly got the skills with the bat to open a game up and with the ball he's a, he's a developing off spinner that just loves to bowl and is getting better and better um, Blair Tickner, he's been in and around the test squad last uh, summer as well and I guess he's 
he, we still think he's a guy that can reverse the ball as well and look forward to seeing what he can do with that little bit of extra pace. And just finally, I uh, had the opportunity uh, a week ago on the show to chat to Cole Jamison. It sounded promising uh, that, that he may be back out onto the cricket field early in 2023. How much are you looking forward to having him uh, back in the selection frame? Yeah, really much. I mean, I mean he's, a, he's a class player. We've seen, seen that through his results and the statistics of what he's, what he's done. Um, it's, he had a bowl out here this morning at Lincoln with the Black Caps team, and it's exciting to see him back. Sort of, not quite at full full pace or anything yet, but he's certainly working his way back to it. And uh, yeah, looked looked really good and fit, which was encouraging. Great to hear, Gary. Thanks so much for taking the time for a chat today. Cheers, no worries. Thank you, Gary. Gary Stead.